Welcome to the Diversity at Work podcast, where we unpack what it's really going to take to close the gender gap in the workplace. Here is your host, leadership coach and diversity consultant, Andrea Jansen. Hello, and welcome to the Diversity at Work podcast. This is episode 14, and today I'm going to talk about running. Well, not actually running. I'm going to talk about the power of doing a race, the power of setting a goal for yourself and then being with a group of people that are also trying to achieve big personal goals. So this past Sunday, I ran a 10K race in Halifax, Nova Scotia, where I live. It's one of those big races where they close down the streets downtown and they have tons of different events. They have walking events, they have running events at different distances. And it's a really an opportunity for people to try and achieve goals of all sizes. So for some people, it's about running their first race. Some people were walking. Some people were raising significant amounts of money for charity. It's really all over the place. And I love the diversity of it and the inclusion of it because whether you are an elite runner looking to place, looking to come in first, second, or third place, or you are just looking to get outside and be with some people, connect with some friends, this event has a place for you. So I sign up for a lot of races and a lot of the time there is some external motivation for myself to do that. It's about being seen. It's about being able to tell people, yes, I ran the race on the weekend and they can ask me about how it went and I can tell them about the time I got or I can tell them that I got a personal best or I could tell them about the people that I beat or the place that I came in or even about pushing myself to a new level physically and running faster. So that is one thing that I know about myself. I am competitive. I am motivated by being able to say I did it. I got this time, I came in this place, and really looking at other people and comparing myself to them and seeing, you know what, okay, maybe I came in this place, okay, maybe next year I'll strive to come in a better place. And it's not like I win, I am not an elite runner at all, I do not get a medal, only those participation medals that everybody gets, but I do find myself looking at those numbers and seeing what place I came in and comparing myself to other people my age, to other people that I know. So that is one desire to run and something that I do find myself thinking about when I sign up for these races. But this one was a little bit different. As I was running, I realized that all these times I sign up for these races, the main reason I do it is because I get a lot of joy about being part of a group, about being part of something that is larger than myself, about being in a pack. It's being in this group of people who are all striving for something. They are all striving to bring their whole selves to that race that day, to be able to push through something hard, to be able to show up and give their best effort to complete this race. And it's the idea that we're all in this together, but we all have our own separate goals. And that is where I got emotional in the middle of the race. It was this realization that I don't run very fast when I'm training. 
But for whatever reason, whenever, I, whenever I'm in a race, this beautiful feeling that there's other people in it with me that are helping contribute to my success, that there are people ahead of me that I can follow and push, that will push me to run a little bit faster, but also that there are people behind me that can see me and then maybe I can motivate them to run a little bit faster. It's this idea that the power of the group is stronger than the individual power I have for myself. So I realized that is the main reason why I sign up for all of these races. It's really not about the time. It's really not about whether I could beat my husband or not. It's about that feeling of people coming together, striving for that next steps and bringing out the best in each other to help everybody achieve their own personal goal. Because running is a personal sport. It is not a team sport. So a few months ago, I realized that when I'm running a race, I run way faster than I do in a training run. And it's because I have all of these people and I have not been able to recreate this with playlist, with an app, with anything. I cannot recreate this. And I realized that I was kind of the fittest person that I knew. I didn't really have people that were fitter than me to go running with that could push me to that next level. And I realized I needed to do something to this about this because if I was going to get my running to the next level, if I wanted to increase my performance, if I wanted to get faster, I needed some other people to run with. And so last summer I did a race and I loved it. Everything was great. And I realized, you know what? I want to have more of this. I want some more people to run with. So I asked a friend if I could go running with her. And it turns out she had a whole group of about eight women that runs every Tuesday and Thursday morning at 6 a.m., sometimes 5.45 if it's an early morning. And I started running with them and they're, they were faster than me. And I got better. I got in better shape and it actually became a part of my routine. So every Tuesday and Thursday morning, my alarm goes up. I put my running clothes on and I meet these women and we go for a run and it's pretty awesome. My time has gotten faster. So this Sunday I got probably the fastest 10K that I have ever done. So this idea that there's people around me supporting me to reach my goals, at the same time they're reaching their own goals. They got some personal bests in the race as well. It's this collectiveness that I really love. And I realized that when I surround with people, surround myself with people who are ahead of me in fitness, it elevates my fitness. And it highlighted something else that I was struggling with. So the idea is business. So I spent most of my career in the corporate world. Up until a couple years ago, I was climbing the corporate ladder and that's what I knew. And surprisingly, not surprisingly, most of my friends have jobs. They work in traditional careers. They work at a company, they have a job. A lot of them are very successful, but it's different because when you work at a big company and when you are working for yourself, it's just different. There's different things that you deal with. There's different things that you get excited about. And I don't wanna put these friends down because I do have to say a lot of my friends who work in the corporate world have helped me get my business off the ground. They've helped open the door to corporate clients. They have explained how big consulting companies work, how they work with their clients, and really just giving me perspective, let me test my programs on them, giving me feedback, cheered me on as I take this risk. But at the end of the day, they don't know what it's like to take this huge risk, to put yourself out there, to be 
your personal brand out in the world, on the internet, speaking at conferences, all of those things. It's just different. And I was feeling like I was running this business on my own. So just like when I'm doing those training runs, I don't go as fast as when I'm in a race. And I realized I needed some people in my corner in my business that are striving for those similar goals. They don't need to be lifting up my business particularly, but they just need to be kind of looking for the same goals that I'm trying to get in their business. So I realized I needed to make some new friends. I needed some business friends. I needed people that got excited about online marketing. I needed people that could geek out with me when I told them about this new microphone I bought so that I could start a podcast. And I found it really hard because I would wanna tell people who work corporate jobs that I just got this new microphone, that I just figured out this new way of making a landing page and they just weren't as excited as I was about this because that's not what they were striving for. They didn't sign up for this race that I'm in about building an online business, building a personal brand for themselves. So I needed people like that in my, in my world. I needed that race. I needed that community. I needed a pack. So I realized just like I go out and I spend money to join a race, I needed to take control and find these people. They weren't just gonna show up in my life randomly. Just like when I am running, was running out by myself in my neighborhood, people didn't just run up beside me and said, hey, Andrea, do you wanna run together? I'm gonna push you to run a little bit faster. It doesn't happen that way. I realized that I needed to go out and take some action, spend some money so I could find these people. And so I started doing this in January. I've been taking a bunch of online courses. I've gotten involved in an online coaching program so that I could meet other people who are in my situation, people that can support me to reach my goals and people that I can support to reach their goals, people that we can geek out about podcasts and talk about what it's like to start a podcast and record your voice and edit it and share it with the world. And that was working well, but I feel like I want some more personal connection. And there's a difference uh, between meeting somebody online and meeting them in person. So I had this realization that I needed to get off the internet and I needed to meet people in person. I needed to make some connections of people that are running their own businesses, that are starting podcasts, that are trying to figure out sales funnels, that are trying to sell their services to big companies so that we can just talk about it and support each other. And so for this reason, I am heading to Minneapolis on Wednesday to go to Rachel Hollis's Rise Conference. And this is a women's conference for 3,400 people. It's not only for entrepreneurs, but I'm pretty confident that there will be a lot of entrepreneurs there. And I am excited because I get to be a part of a pack. I get to get to be a part of a group of 3,400 women who are all striving for more, who are all striving for that next step, who have a big goal that they want to achieve. And I wanna be able to feel this collective energy and I wanna be inspired by them getting out of their comfort zones, trying something new and taking that risk because I know that it is contagious. And I can't wait. 
I'm really excited. And I first discovered Rachel Hollis at the beginning of 2018. I read her book, Girl, Wash Your Face, and I really loved it. It is very practical and it just explains these things that as women hold us back, these false beliefs that we have about ourselves and about the world that hold us back from really putting ourselves out there and striving for that next steps in our careers, in our lives, and to really put ourselves out there, take action and do things and achieve things. I also started listening to her podcast and I could tell right away that this woman was onto something. I could tell that she was gonna blow up. I could tell that she would be really, really popular. And when I heard she was having a couples conference in September of 2018, I was literally about to buy the tickets until I realized that my house, myself and my husband live in Halifax, Nova Scotia. The rest of our family lives in a different province. We have nobody that lives close by that could take our children for a whole weekend so that we could fly to Texas and head to this conference. So the logistics were just too complicated. So when they announced the that they were gonna be having the RISE conference in Minneapolis this week in June, and they announced this back in November of 2018, I made the decision that I needed to go. I needed to have access to this woman and the things that she believed in, and I wanted to be a part of this tribe. I wanted to be a part of this pack of women who are striving for that next step, of people who are looking for more, who are not afraid to take risks and make mistakes and put themselves out there and grow something bigger. And I called up my friend Madeline, so she is one of my new business friends, and I asked her if she was in. And she actually convinced me to splurge for the VIP tickets, and I agreed to this because I go back to access. I wanna be surrounded by people who are doing big things. And Rachel Hollis is doing really big things. She's made a documentary. She has this really great company. She's sharing this message of empowering women to strive for that next step, to strive for more, to get out of their own way and create things for themselves. So I splurged for the VIP tickets for this reason, because I want access to this. I wanna be a part of this tribe. So just like I pay to do those 10 kilometer races to do those half marathons I'm paying to be part of this group because I want that exposure I want that power and I want that momentum that's going to come when you bring all these people together who are striving for that next step when I think back to Sunday when I was running that 10k and when I was feeling all overwhelmed by the emotion it was the idea that I love goal setting, I love achievement, but it's not about the external measures. It's really about what's going on internally for each person that was in that race. So for example, I was really excited for my friend Ashley, who I saw right at the start line, and she told me it was her very first race. I was so excited that she was out there achieving it and she was experiencing doing an organized race for the very first time. After the race, I saw my friend Kelly and she told me she got a personal best time in the half marathon. I was super pumped for that. And then there was Greg who told me he raised $700 for charity. He told me he hated running, but he showed up because he really believed in this cause that he was raising money for and he walked the race. And the beauty of this is that everybody's goals are different. Everybody had a different goal for this race, but everybody came together and was able to support each other to reach those goals. And
And I came to this realization after this race that I really needed to be intentional about the people I spend my time with, about the groups that I join, about who I listen to and who I allow into my life. Because the motivational speaker Jim Rohn says, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And I had this realization that, you know what? I can be that role model for other people because there are always gonna be people that are behind me in their journeys that I'm gonna be ahead of. But I also need people that are ahead of me that I can follow, that can push me to that next level because it absolutely goes both ways. And I wanna steal a quote from Reva Bond Ramson and she was actually on my podcast. She was on episode 13. And this is what she said in the podcast. And this is a quote that I'm actually turning into a quote card because I believe it's that good. She said, there is always somebody behind you and there was there is always somebody ahead of you. And that's our opportunity to be role models to other people. But it's also highlights the opportunity that it's on you to find that person that is ahead of you and learn from them and get yourself into that community, get yourself into that situation where you can be surrounded by people that are ahead of you, that can show you, and that can have their energy be contagious, have their ambition be contagious, have their excitement be contagious so that you can be inspired to take that next step off. I realize that I thrive when I'm in a pack. I thrive in those races where there's all these motivated people pushing towards something that is larger than them, pushing towards their next goal. And I realize if that's the place that I thrive in, I need to be intentional about putting myself in situations where I can be a part of a pack, where I can surround myself by a group of people who are striving for more, who are motivated, who are getting themselves to the next level, because that's what it takes for me to get myself to the next level, for me to get out of my own comfort zone. I need to do it in a pack. So I am excited about what's gonna happen this week as I head to the RISE conference and get to be a part of a pack of 3,400 women. And just like I end all of my coaching sessions, I want you to think about something. Really take a minute to think about what are you striving for? What is your goal for the next season, for the next year, for the next five years? And who do you need in your life to get you to that goal? Who is in your pack? What kind of community do you need in order to bring out your best self? What role models do you need in your life? And where can you be a role model to somebody else? Thank you for listening to the Diversity at Work podcast. If you are serious about taking action, about moving forward and doing your part to close the gender gap in the workplace, I would love to help you. Go to andreajansen.com slash sponsorship and you can download my free sponsorship guide. Sponsorship is one of the easiest ways that you can get started in your company to close the gender gap. In this guide, I explain the concept and I will help you to become a sponsor for somebody else so you can open doors and create opportunities for the next generation of women, but also how you can find a sponsor for yourself so you have a senior leader in your company looking out for your next move, 
looking for opportunities that'll help you grow your career and really be in your corner and challenge you to get to that next level. So go to andreajansen.com slash sponsorship and you can download it. Thank you so much for listening. And if you like this podcast, if you could hit pause right now and give me a review on iTunes, it would mean the world to me. It helps me spread the message. It helps me get the word out that this podcast exists. Thank you.